Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. And today I am joined by Chelsea Devantes. Chelsea is the head writer for The Problem with Jon Stewart, and she's the host of one of your favorite podcasts, Celebrity Book Club with Chelsea Devantes, where she recaps celebrity female memoirs. Chelsea actually came to me when I asked people to recommend fun, interesting guests that I might not have thought of before. And like, I would say... At over a dozen people directed me to you, Chelsea. So wow. we have them to thank. And I'm so happy you're here. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to have uh, been a recommendation. I You were. I, it's, came it's, highly recommended. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that in my self-esteem pocket for sure. That's right. You should. And <laughs> I know we just introduced you as the head writer of The Problem with Jon Stewart, but things are changing for you professionally. And I know we're allowed to talk about it because... The Hollywood Reporter, I think, broke the news. I'll give them that. Congratulations. <laughs> the big scoop yeah. was gotten by The Hollywood Reporter. Um, what is next for you? So I just started an overall deal at 20th Century Fox, which is a studio, um, and they produce television shows. And so I am developing television shows for 20th. Um, wow. And the last four episodes of the John Stewart show are dropping this month. So this is like my last month of like my work with John is coming out and I'm yeah. fully transitioning over to narrative television. Obviously it will be female driven, but that's not in my contract. That's just something that we all know is going to happen. That's amazing. Well, I'm so excited to be talking to you at this pivotal moment and milestone in your professional career. Thank you. And I'm happy that I'm uh, in my pajamas and haven't showered for this very pivotal moment in both our lives. (laughs) And me too. And that's the best part about this podcast. We were just talking about before we start recording how many people trick you into asking you to be a guest on their podcast. And then you show up like because, you know, it's audio only. And they're like, oh, by the way, we record this video. And you're just that's just rude. Absolutely not. I should get to cover myself in makeup. For <laughs> I should any just events. get to cover myself in a sheet. <laughs> like I like I would rather I just I'm like, how much do you hate me that you didn't tell me that this was going to be? Well, recorded? you know, what's funny is on my podcast, we take a screenshot at the end if people are feeling it. But I'm now realizing like I should give that a heads up too. you know what yeah, I mean? Like I, I always think say you, like, you can hold the book in front of your face. And that's always <laughs> the out, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'll be more explicit. I don't want people to come with a full face beat for one screenshot, though. Well, that, you know? And that's the thing. I think you should just be like, you know, if it, if you're like, we're going to take a screenshot at the end, like everyone has their appropriate, like I would do like a little more mascara and I would do like a lipstick mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, powder my nose. But yeah, a full, like if you're going to be talking for an hour and it's being recorded, that feels, that's like a contour moment that's for different. me. That's different. Yeah. yeah that, that, I need like a good couple 
days heads up for that, at least. But <laughs> you're only you're hearing drinking water. Exactly. Right. Hydrating. I'm going to like <laughs> revamp my whole entire schedule to make this work. But this is audio only. So you guys have to rely on the theatrics of our voices. Um, but Chelsea, I'm so happy to have you. Celebrity memoirs is actually a genre of book that I have recently become a really big fan of. Um, really? What inspired you? I listened to Open Book by Jessica Simpson and I realized, yep. oh, this is really fun. First of all, I listened to it and that made all the difference. Second of all, I I think maybe I had some bad experiences with celebrity memoirs in the past where it just kind of felt like bullshit, like, like yeah. people not really fully committing, you know, to their yeah. truth. Um, but since then I've gotten so many good recommendations from listeners. And then also I just kind of went out on my own to find, like I just finished Seth Rogen's, which I thought was so funny. Um, Demi Moore's was so good. One of like, the best is the Demi best. Moore's. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so many good ones. And so like now that I know about your podcast, I'm like, Oh, great my brand new personality is celebrity book memoirs. So th this, uh, is, this is yes. extremely fun. C come on over. Also, you know, I, so celebrity memoirs have always been my favorite book genre. I joke that that's what happens when your nearest bookstore growing up is a Walmart. Sure. Because those are, those are the books on the shelves. But the truth is that I always wanted to be in entertainment. I knew I had to get out of the life I was in. And so these were just like, I was like, oh my God, there's women just telling you how they did it in a book. Like, I can't believe that. And so, I mean, I've been reading every single memoir since I was a teenager and there are bad ones and we do put them on our podcast. So if you're like, okay. I know this book is bad, but I want to know what's in it. Podcast is perfect because you just hear the recap. And if you Excellent. love a memoir, podcast is good because we like really, you know, it's like talking about a book with a friend, which you like, I don't know. I always die to do when I like love a book. Yeah, but, I mean, for um, sure. I have to ask you though, like, what is, if you feel comfortable saying, what celebrity memoir was like a total letdown? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I feel bad because I will say like, since I started my podcast, some others popped up and like, they're, you know, they'll, they're in different, they're a different genre, you know, where they'll be a little like meaner, a little Perez Hilton-y. I, I don't like doing that because I, I genuinely love these books. So I feel bad that I hate Liz Fair's memoir more than anything okay. in my life. Um, it was <laughs> shocking too. She's like an indie rocker. It's not like she's the most yeah. famous person in the world. And it was like, it made me feel sick to read it. Like I felt sick. Um, but the podcast was a really fun podcast because she had a lot of interesting themes in it. Another one, this is a uh, just obviously. So we did Jamie Lynn Spears' memoir the moment mm -hmm. it dropped. And I tried to go into that book with an open heart because the same parents that truly wrecked Britney are also Jamie Lynn's parents. So even though Jamie Lynn is clearly very evil, it's like, well, you did have you had the same traumatic parenting. So I went in open. Oh, that's and, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Was that the worst book I've ever read? <laughs> was it, it was it because of the content? Was it because of the writing? Like the actual like words were put in places where words don't belong. Oh. There was also I don't when they're really rushing a book out because we've also had some ghostwriters on, which which has been so fun. But when they're rushing a book out and, and they usually write it in like three months. People like you'll hear like they were clearly recording them talking and they just printed it several times. So like she'll run the same idea 
10 times in the book, Erica Jane, housewife, she did this too, like 10 times in her book, she's like, my son is now a police officer. You're like, bitch, we know. Yeah. <laughs> Where is the book editor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that in a, a memoir I read recently that I do not want to put on blast here, but I will tell you offline. It, I actually, I didn't really realize that that was across the genre because I remember reading it or listening to it and being like, didn't you already fucking say this? Like, didn't we already hear this? Did I not just hear this anecdote like four chapters ago? It's yeah, crazy. And I will say Mariah Carey's book, another one of my favorites. But so there good. is a there is an exact paragraph twice in that book. And really? twice. And yeah, and I think it's because like they are celebrities, they know the books are gonna sell no matter what. But that's what I, I was think gonna that's say. That's what yeah. makes the really good ones so special. Like yes. the really good ones have like changed my whole life. Um, yeah. And then the other ones are just fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. I think I was going to say, and then you said it, the idea that, you know, famous people's books sell because of, you know, recognizability, rec- recognizance. I don't even know the word that you would say, but yeah, like yeah, famous, if you're famous, yeah, if, if you're famous, yeah. your book sells, people like you, people don't necessarily read it. People like just to have it. You get more, most Famous people get more book press than uh, your run-of-the-mill author, and uh, you get more opportunities to sell that book, and that you know that's why they get the big advances to do it. But I think that's why I was really anti for a while because I kind of just assumed it was all sort of phoned in. But there are, I mean, Jessica Simpson's Demi Moore is like really, really, really strong, strong, yeah. great. I loved Mariah Carey's. Um, Great I didn't notice that's another great one to listen to. But it, yeah. yeah, it's great. I know she sings before every chapter. She like it's does so a little good. Like, thing. I well, love if it. I can if I can recommend one that Please. I don't think gets enough attention and is just it'll just like grab your heart and like hold it for the rest of your life. Uh it's Gabrielle Union's first memoir. Okay. And it is I bought I literally bought 13 copies from a used bookstore and I just like give it out to like women who I think might be in a moment nice. where you need a book. Um, oh my God, it's so good. And to the fluff ones, I will say this. I am, I firmly believe you cannot escape your book. You just can't. You can phone it in. You can have a ghostwriter. You can be fake, but your spirit is always in that goddamn book. And you can always hear who someone is at the end of the book. And I really enjoy that part of it because even the fluffy mm. ones, I think, have something to offer. Like J-Lo's book, um, generous to call it a book. You know, I would say it's like an Instagram post that got printed. Sure. <laughs> it's uh, mostly photos, but sure, it's sure. like a real, it's a real like level A brokenhearted, like the memes you read that to interest you in therapy. And if you're in the right place where you cannot take much in, but you want to see Jayla looking beautiful and telling you to love yourself. I mean, that book, you'll be like, maybe I should try therapy and not just sure. uplifting memes. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> that, no, that's a great way to put it. I Right. It depends on what mood you're in. It depends on what you're looking for. It depends on how much patience you have. I think understanding that these people mostly did not write their own books, that this was in the hands of someone else. And and whoever is writing it is literally ri- like writing based off of these like very long recorded interviews where they have to sit with this person and be like, and tell me about what but it was like. Also, some of them are way deeper than that. Like they, 
the ghostwriters become friends. They really learn their life. The yes. person, so like Demi really, really wrote her own book and someone like cleaned it up and made it yes. better. Yes. And um, you can tell, you can tell. Yes. Yes. So, so I, I will say like, I think they've been given a bad rap, specifically the women's ones of like, oh, you're just like a fame whore. Like you don't write real books, but I mean, Jane Fonda's is one of the most incredible texts of the century. <laughs> and it was like, uh, her memoir. And it's like, no, it's like so much more than that. And she wrote that shit herself. It's, mm. yeah. I read um, Julie Andrews' memoir, the one that she Oy. co-wrote with her daughter. And I Oh, was the like, daughter one. Okay. It did, was there another one? There's two others. Yeah. Okay. I don't recommend them. Okay. We did a podcast on them if you want the highlights, but I don't recommend I putting to. yourself through reading it. I think it depends on who you are. Cause like, I love the one with the daughter because I love, you know, I was like a bit, I'm a big theater kid and like Julie Andrews is like very, it means a lot to me. And I think that, so I came in very generously on that memoir. Well, but- the daughter one's different too, because they okay. really wrote it together. The other ones are like, uh, are they're different. They're different. Okay. All right. Well, then I'll have to listen to Catch Up. I'm very excited. And I will definitely get that Gabrielle Union one um, because I love her and because there has to be something there if you bought 13 copies and you just hand them out to people who come to your yeah. house. And they, I, I mean, the, I swear, it's like if you're going through a breakup, like there is a memoir that will change your life. If you're trying to change your career, if you're going through a divorce, if you're happy in your marriage, but you don't know what's next, like I sw- there's just like a book for every moment in your life that will like catapult you to where mm-hmm. you're supposed to be. And Gabrielle's, I think, is something uh, for, like, no matter where you are, like, that book will, like, pick you up and, like, take you to the next place you're supposed nice. to be. Nice. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sold on that. So that's great. Do you do you think worth listening? Do you, would you prefer – do you recommend a, an audiobook experience or do you recommend reading it? You know, I always read the books because I take tons of notes, especially for the podcast. So I cannot weigh in on the audio experience of Gabrielle's. I've just, uh, I just, because I've read it, but I'm sure all audio experiences are usually great. So it's fun when they read their own. And I I mean, yeah, they feel like a friend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was saying this on a couple episodes ago, we were talking about audio books and um, you know, the idea that I really used to have a so much when I lived in New York and was commuting, uh, so much time to listen to audiobooks and the subway was the time I would just like kind of zone out and listen. Yeah. And in Los Angeles, you really have to like build in that time. Cause I don't, I'm not good at listening while I'm doing like a chore or like, yeah. Well, that's sort also because of- you're not driving right now. Otherwise, right, that exactly. would be your time. Yeah, driving would yeah. be perfect, but I'm not going anywhere. Like I work in yep. my own house and, um, it's really rare that I'm getting in the car for like a multiple hour trip, which is sort of what you need to be able to sort of like sink into the book. Like I can't listen in like 10 minute spurts or else. Oh, interesting. I'm, I'm definitely it. someone who's like, I won't clean my house unless I have something good to listen to. Nice. <laughs> so it's the only way, uh, it's the only way anything gets done. I mean, I get, I just turn on the TV. I need the white noise of oh, television uh-huh. behind me. But books requires my brain, whereas television yep. doesn't. So I can turn it off. But okay, I'm going to, I am looking forward to giving it a whirl and, and also listening to the back catalog of Celebrity Book Club because oh, thank uh, you. That, because that will be like a great uh, Cliff Notes experience for me. I'll be able to quote unquote read several in a very short yes, amount of time. Yes. And, and you know, sometimes I, um, on my Instagram 
quite often I put up quotes from the book or highlights that I'm reading and the people weigh in that way. So listen, if you, if okay. you, if you don't even have an hour, you can hit that Instagram and get I'm a ready. quote or two from whatever I'm currently reading. I get it. I love that. Okay. That is great to know. Um, oh, did my computer just go out? What's up? Did I, did you lose me for a second? No. Oh, weird. Okay. My computer just like went dark, but okay. Whatever. Oh. Um, huh. I'll blame the Santa Anas, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay. So I noticed, and I know that you mentioned it also when we were talking about booking this episode, you are on a wedding dress journey right now. Yes. I Are am. you still on I that am. journey? I am. <laughs> Do you want to talk I, about it? I don't know that we've had a very yeah. proper wedding dress episode and I would love, wow, I would love to, I would perfect. love to. So tell us everything we need. Tell us the backstory of I don't know your relationship tell set the scene for us okay how long is this podcast <laughs> I'm ready to go hours as, on this and um so um yeah so my fiance's name is Yasser we got engaged in the pandemic um last Wow. Time is so, it's so hard to track time, but I guess a year ago, maybe more. Oh God. But basically we got engaged and we set our wedding for two years away because we both work really intense jobs and, you know, COVID. And so we set the wedding for two years away. And also I, um, I'm a producer. I produce my own stuff. A wedding is a lot like that experience. And I love, uh, I love dressing up. I love, like, I don't want to say fashion because I'm not like, um, is that Gucci? But like, I love right. like looking cute. I love a moment. I love an event. I love going to weddings. Yeah. And so you have a, an investment in your personal style. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I find all this stuff super fun. Sure. But wow, did the wedding industry run me the fuck over with a car and then back over me. And then I think maybe I'm still underneath it. So I I've I've been enjoying wedding planning. I talk about it on my Instagram all the time now because people weigh in and like I get such good tip. I, I have like incredible tips from it. It's like changed what I'm doing with the weddings. Like I wasn't going to do a seating chart. Millions of people were like, you have to. So now Yasser is doing the seating chart. Nice. Um, but but basically, so for the dress, I was like, this is going to be the most fun part. I always knew I was going to have a dress um, made by a drag queen dress designer. That's something I've known in my heart. If it, it's probably the only thing I've known about my wedding is that like a drag queen will make my dress because I'm a very extra person. Sure. So I found, uh, uh, so I, I found a designer who I love, um, Ray Ortiz. He's, we came up with the gown, but aside of that, I was like, well, I still want a bride moment. You know what I mean? Like I still want to wear white and I think I want to like look like a bride for like a second dress or something. So I booked my first wedding dress appointment and it was right before I had to go to New York for my job. And so I thought it would be really fun to try on the most expensive dresses in LA, which I'm obviously not going to buy, but like what a time, you know, with all my friends before I have to go. So I Google most expensive wedding dress store. Cause again, like I'm looking to put on gowns that like you never have another chance to put on. So I find one, they're like, it's in a castle. It's like an elite designer, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, great, booked, we'll go. I get all my friends so hyped. Um, I get there 
And I walk in and I'm like, give me the biggest dress in the store. And she gives me this really weird look. And I was like, you know, like, like a physically big dress, you know? And I'm like using my arms, like, you know, like a big dress. Like, I, am I supposed to be using different words? And she like gives me a weird look and she goes in back and I start to look around the store and I was like, well, maybe all the good dresses are in the back. Cause like, this looks kind of like weird out front. By the way, it's not a castle. It's just like, I don't know. Maybe they had they had like some bricks outside their little building. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on? It's not a castle. It's a shopping center. Could be every building in Los Angeles. So yes, that's, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, and I had just assumed that all wedding dress stores have wedding dresses only to find out that I had gone to some like rich fish store that made like little dainty fairy gowns that cost a million dollars, but are just like a piece of cloth with like a piece of lace on it. And not only that, but like, they're not going on my body. Right. So like this woman's like trying to get these like little fairy gowns on me. And I'm like, oh, I'm like not like a little fairy lady. <laughs> like I'm yeah. And so it was so unbearably disappointing. Um, so then I was like, oh, I need to really look up the stores. Like, and then maybe that sounds dumb, but like I just thought I just No, it doesn't sound dumb. How would you know? Dresses. Yeah. Yeah. So then that that was so disappointing. We immediately go to another place. And she's like, the first dress you try on is like really, really important. So like close your eyes, take a breath. When you open it, point to the gown you want to try on. So I do that. I open my eyes. I point. I'm like, that one. She's like, no, not that one. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, okay. You're like, all right. Okay, great. Then she puts me in another one that's just like, so hideous. I've I put this on my website if you want to see this. I mean, just I'm gonna look just yeah. like so hideous. Um, because I like wrote a little, you know, I wrote a little thing about this experience. So I was like, oh my god, it's so ugly. So finally we get to a dress. I'm like, I really like this dress. I'm like, can I try on a veil? And she's like, oh, is this the one? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And she's like, What do you mean you don't know? You're asking for a veil. And I was like, yeah to see and she was like well does this one make you feel like crying and I was like psychotic that's psychotic that is psychotic no dress on earth will ever make make me cry cry, psychotic psychotic yeah and so she like begrudgingly brings me a veil and that's when I realized like I needed to do some research and I finally found out that like there's all these rules about like when you try on the veil and what's the one and like how you're supposed to cry in your dress and like I just find it all to be so toxic like that's just so that's such toxic behavior and it's like no wonder they price these gowns at $3,000, dollars $6,000 because they've created this circus around it that is so false. Um, and so I find it very frustrating as someone who loves gowns that they've yeah. done this to us. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised that they said it to you. Um, I'm surprised that they said outwardly, like, no, you need to you want you have to want to cry. Or like yeah, this dress I, is gonna have to make you cry. I think they were so befuddled by me. Like I was just like truly having fun with my friends. Like I am looking for a gown, and like I think they were just it just for them they needed like a tightness and the pressure and the stress and the the emotion and 
Like, I'm very happy to get married. I love Yasser more than anything. Like, I will, I'm not going to cry at this. I, <laughs> I don't. And I yeah. think it's absurd that that would be asked of me. And like, now it seeks, it's, it sinks into you too. Like, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm cool without that. And I still have moments where I'm like, oh, well, like, am I supposed to cry at this? Or am I like not in the yeah. right wedding ground? Yeah. And well, no, it has nothing to do with the gown, honestly. I'm, and most people I know, like, I didn't cry, but that's because I took a beta blocker right before I walked down the aisle. So I was like, ah! so, I was like, so my chillest self, like nothing. I had like zero happening because, you know, it cuts off all your adrenaline. So yeah, it helped. Sure. It helped for like reading my vows and stuff. But I remember being like I feel nothing but um that's but hilarious the crying but, usually comes from a place of being very overwhelmed that everyone is staring at you well and also like I, who knows what will happen like on my wedding day but like did you but like in a dressing room trying on a dress that isn't made for butts or boobs both of which I have like why would that why would I cry like did you cry trying me- on dresses yeah, but like for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like, the dresses really aren't made for bodies, which is no. pretty frustrating. Like, like yeah, they, they're like they don't go on you. They're not made with stretch fabric. Like they don't have you your size. Like, so I got mine custom made. There's this like startup that does like helps you like design a dress. It's called Anomaly. It's actually really cool. And I and I but I had like an idea of what I wanted. And but the problem is is that you know, you, they basically send you to a tailor and the tailor does your measurements, um, and sends the company, the measurements and they, and the, yeah. you know, you work with the designer and you're like, I like this kind of skirt. You basically make a Pinterest board. That's like, I like this kind of skirt and this kind of bodice and this kind of color and this kind of lace. And they send you like the fabric samples and you kind of whittle it down to a dress and they send you the final thing. And you, and three weeks before your wedding, they send you your dress. And then three weeks. mm -hmm, And then that's the first time you see it in person. Okay. That's not great. Well, I actually loved it, but, um, but I mean, I saw, I mean, I saw all the pictures and stuff. It was the first time I tried it on. You knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. And they make, they take, they make it so that you can hold on. I'm looking for a picture of my wedding dress so you can see it. They make it so that you can tailor it. Um, you know, cause you have to go do the tailoring. Right. And, um, so the problem though was that everything I wanted in a wedding dress as somebody who is over a size six um by like a significant margin I think at the time when I was getting married I was like a size 12 14 and now I think I'm more like a 14 16 it you just can't try it on like there's nothing yeah. for you to try on there's yeah, nothing like, there it. yeah I'm like I don't want to fucking like, imagine it this I want cost have- three thousand dollars and right. you don't have one sample right like what do you like and I really kind of I, I leaned into the whole idea of of doing it the way that I did it because at least the idea of not trying it on beforehand was on purpose and didn't make me feel so horrible like I went to yeah. these like, bridal places and they were like oh like they had stuff like I would have never worn and just because it was in my size and I'm like okay well this doesn't do anything for me I don't want to wear like a strapless princess gown um yeah and I just, it's I hated the whole experience of dress the dress you know and well, I think I- I think that's so frustrating too because you are someone also like you're you're into like the shopping experience you're into looking cute you're into all this right. stuff that it's so funny that it's so 
broken when it comes to brides because I love, I love dress shopping. Um, and, well, I, and it's like, I you mean, have money. I have money to spend. Like, I would like to give yes. you my money. And there's just, they They're really like, haven't no, caught up. You're ugly and you yeah. should go cry about things. <laughs> I don't know I if mean, you can I, see, but this was oh, my. I can't see oh, it. Hold on, let's see. Hold oh. on, I'm going to try to get. I don't know how to do this, but I will. Okay. Send it to me. Anyway. But it was, you post know, it was fully being. you post the podcast. <laughs> I will. Oh, and here's my wedding hand. You know, it was like, they just don't. It sucks because if you are, I wouldn't even say like straight sizes, because even if you are not in the plus size category, when it comes to bridal shopping, like you have to, to be able to go into a store and be like. I want to try on every dress that I see. You have to be like a size zero, two, or a four. That is yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I, I I think I am in the straight sizes and simply because I'm really curvy. Like I I, yeah, I say this. They won't love. have anything I have for huge you. ass. Love yeah. my big ass. I have huge boobs. Love my big boobs. It, it, the dresses like physically aren't made for they got nothing a body for us. that's like, yep. yeah, they've got nothing for us. <laughs> and I will say though, I... I went nuts. So again, love dress shopping. I was like, I will love this. I will find a way to love this. I have since gone to 12 stores. Wow. I have tried on 97 dresses. Wow. <laughs> and I, I will say this. I, I was in the middle of the Jon Stewart show, which let me make sure I don't give away certain episodes, but like, so we were deconstructing the economy. We were going through the 2017 tax plan plan to really prove that trickle-down economics don't work. We were looking into climate change. We, we did a domestic violence episode that was my favorite episode. And so I would sort of take a break by dress shopping. Sure. And so I got way more into it than I would have normally because mm. what is the opposite of all those things? Right. You know, lace. Spending a lot of money on a <laughs> white time. Because you're a virgin. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm a, I'm a little baby virgin. <laughs> I'm a little a baby. And my, <laughs> and my daddy's giving me away to this other man and now he owns yeah. me. Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's very, and also that's another thing too, with the crying and the like, ev- the, all these bridal shops like really assume that like, there's nothing wrong with being of a traditional mindset when it comes to weddings, but they really like really treat you like this is the you landed a man and this is going to be the <laughs> best day. Of, there's nothing you can't go up from here. This is the best day of your life. Like you'll never be celebrated more than this. And it's like kind of sad. Like, I, yeah, I, you know, like, I don't know. It's just I don't know that every woman feels that way. And it's kind of belittling to like have someone say to you like, well, you need to cry and you'll know when well, you know. Yeah. It's like, this is a dress. Like, this is a dress. This is a dress. Well, also like when you put all that pressure on it, you're sort of building a prison for someone to yeah. live in. You're taking away how special the dress actually is. And the day is special. But anytime, I mean, like if I were to tell you like, this is the podcast, this, this podcast though, this very podcast, like, wow, this is the most important one. I, I hope, do you feel, do you feel good? Cause if not, right. like, you'll never you have this podcast this, like, again. Complex. Like, yeah. Guaranteed to have a bad time. Guaranteed right. to. So I, I also think like one thing that has really helped me, but I think anyone who is getting married or got married, like I'm building out other parts of my life that are just as exciting as a wedding. You know, like I have, I make fun events with my friends. Like we do cute photo things. Like I like there's a way to make your life so that like this one day isn't like 
it because I think it, I think it collapses all the things that are actually beautiful about it and don't let you enjoy it. You also don't, you won't remember anything. And like it, not because you're drinking because it goes by so fast (laughs) and because it's so overwhelming because everybody in the room knows you and knows the person you're marrying. When else are you in a room where you are the glue of every other human in that room? You know what I mean? And so what ends up happening is just like, you just feel this over, well, not to be like, it's not going to be fun at all, but we had a pretty large wedding and I just felt like it was so... I remember waking up the next day and crying and not because it was over and not because I was upset. I was very happy, but because I was so exhausted and it's almost like being at a party where like you black out and now you want to go talk to everyone and be like, did you have a good time? Like, was it good? Like, did you have fun? Like, was it great? Did you have enough food? Did you like the band? Did you do th- Cause you wake up and everyone's like, talking to like texting and like posting stuff online and you're like I don't was I even there like I don't even That's remember hilarious so it's hard and and but to, for the focus to be on the dress is so silly because out of well, everything I mean I like, know you wear it for like five hours but also I, I I have to say this like I'm on the opposite end like I love is important to me. Like I find dressing up for things like so fun. I've got two modes, dirty leggings, full gown, like that's it. And so I, I've actually, and like, uh, I will say very, very blessed to like have the job I have to be able to do this. But also I think I'm spending the amount girls spend on one dress. I'm going to wear three. Um, I'm going to wear three because I, I don't, there isn't just one, you know, and I will, I got to tell you about this shopping experience though, because I might not be wearing three. Let me say this. Please. I found, I threw, so I was looking up like a fabric, a corset or whatever. And I found this dress site. They make the dress to your custom measurements. Okay. They are in, they're in Europe. They're like outside of Europe. The dress site had several red flags for like why I shouldn't order a dress from them. Okay. (laughs) But this dress I found, I was like, I love this dress. I need this dress. It is so inexpensive for Well, give us one red flag. So that's the first red flag. Okay. That it was cheap. Okay. Got it. First red flag. But cheap, it's cheap in that compared to the bridal industry, it's so, so, so cheap. Compared to like what a dress should be. Yes. On point. On point. Right. So it's it just not it's just not like American inflated prices. But yes. yes, red flag. Okay, but tons of real reviews. Tons of I could find on the Instagram tag. Women are like wearing these dresses. They're loving them. They're enjoying them. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the biggest red flag. <laughs> so I like start following their Instagram account. They put up this story of like showing off dresses of these like women walking out in these dresses, spinning, turning, but. They were like on a red carpet that they had rolled out, but one of the brides was barefoot, no shoes, but it was not a barefoot aesthetic gown, like a red, then kind of in the back, you could see like an office with like a lot of cords. There was like some weird light placement (laughs) where it was like, it was like the idea of what an Instagram post should be to sell your fashion line, but it was not, it wasn't executed. And mostly like some of these brides don't have shoes on. 
Would you call it Sonia so Morgan like, International Lifestyle Brand? Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, okay. and it wasn't styled that way. It's clearly like forgotten shoes or not the right. So yeah, I said, this can't be good. I shouldn't buy a dress from them. Here's my measurements. Here's my credit card. When will it be ready? And <laughs> it, it is set to arrive in one month. And I, I'll, I'll put it on my Instagram if it worked out or not. Because if it worked out, everyone should get their wedding dress from this site. You know what when I mean? When like is your wedding? custom measurements. It's not till October. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we're good. You know what okay, I mean? Like, I'm comes- very excited to hear about this. I, I I love this dress so much that if it doesn't work, I'll be sad. But also, listen, I will have been given the signs. I am very excited to see how that turns out because the pricing is nuts. Like you, you put wedding behind literally anything, flowers, photographer, DJ, band, food, and you're paying 20% more than you would on anything else, like at least. And that was kind of like the most least. infuriating part. Um are you having like a tradition? Like what? What's like the vibe of your? Definitely not. Definitely traditional. not traditional. Um, okay. We're not traditional people. We're both comedians. Um, we're both paying for the weddings. Feel I feel um, like again. Like I I feel like this career. I worked very hard for it. I have. I, I there was a point in my life where I was like, how would you ever have a wedding? Like how would you ever do that? It was incomprehensible to me. Now I can pay for it. So I'm very happy, but I did grow up broke. So like, there's no part of my brain that's like into this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. like, so um, no, it's not traditional. And I've tried to change a lot of the things so that it is mostly a good time and not a wedding wedding. Um, but we'll, we're going to have a ceremony and then it's all in one space. They flip the space. Um, I don't know. I don't know if any of this is interesting, but it's, it's going to be very, it's going to be very different and I'm kind of producing it the way I would produce like one of my films or like a live show. So like there's light cues, there's sound cues, like there's a tech rehearsal. Like it's, it's, um, so we'll see, we'll see. Maybe I'll circle back and you know, who knows that there's going to be hell week. There's going to be, you know, yeah, like, (laughs) well, I will tell you our dress code. I'll tell you our dress code. We don't have a theme. If we do, if we do, the theme is the dress code. The dress code is try and outdo us. So, I love that. I'm I'm so thrilled for like people to just go all out. He and I are oh, very extra people, so they that's know so fun. the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So and I'm not I'm having bridesmaids, but I told them to wear whatever they want, but like go big. Like go go like go bigger than you've ever gone before. So that's, I'm excited to see what they choose. Oh wow, that's gonna be so fun. That's gonna make for I'm like excited. the best pictures. That's great. That's a great idea. Thank I you. Thank you. Oh, and you know what? I got an idea from Gabrielle Union too. Which did you? was I did. She like put it. I was like read her book. Then I was like on her. This is years before I was getting married. And I'm not someone who was like my wedding, but right. this stuck in my head, which is that if you have the time, she put on her wedding dress. I'm sure she had a makeup artist, but you could you put on your wedding dress, do your own makeup, get your bridal shots like the day before, two days before the wedding, so that you're calm. You're not sweaty. You're not running around. You you have the makeup you want. And then on the day of the wedding, you don't have to do all those shots and you have like pictures you like. That Well, that's genius. I wish I had heard that tip. Prior. Right. So I decided we're going to do all of our photos at the rehearsal dinner. So everyone's dressing. I love Smart. dressing up. So everyone's dressing up for the rehearsal dinner. All the photos happen then. And then on the wedding day, we're not. We're not it's just going to be like a, a journalist photos. sort of 
Yes, thing, it's going to be like, like photojournalism, candid. Well, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's we said that we were like, we don't want to spend four hours just like standing there. I mean, we took like, yeah, like, you know, we took like a few family shots and we made sure, you know, the parents were happy and everything. But we were really like, we didn't. My husband and I did not do like a, oh, like take the couple away for like two hours and do like a huge photo shoot because both of us yeah, are like, yeah, we're good. It's hard. We're like, here's, you know, and also weddings. And this is so important is that it's similar to the dress and like the expectations are set too so high. And what I appreciated about my, our wedding photographer was that I was like, look, like I'm very comfortable in front of a crowd. So is Dan, like our vows will be like our vows were essentially like a tight 10. Like we did like, you oh, know, it was, it that. was really great. It was really funny. Were they a little um, funny? Oh, they were really funny. I'll, I'm so oh, comfortable that. saying that. Like you, like the, we have like one video of just the vows. Um, one, like someone took it. We didn't do a videographer or anything. It was really, I mean, we did, a, we, we tried, we wanted it to be funny because that's who we are as a couple. That's who we are as people. And it's, it just represented us more than anything else that was like, you know, pre-written by someone else or just like super sappy, just like would not have felt correct. But we said yep. to the photographer, like, you know, despite all of the comfort we have, like in front of big crowds and talking and, 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 you know, being, doing like bits, we're not that comfortable in front of the camera. And she was like, that's fine. You know, what ends up happening is that people see so many Pinteresty like wedding things and think like oh like all of my photos like have to look like this but like like a light like, glisten and yeah faded and, like, colors I hate right. how they fade them out right yeah. yeah she was like I'll take pictures of you just like doing this stuff at your wedding like we'll get a few pose shots and most of it will just be you like living your life at this wedding and that's what I wanted and I and love those that. Are the pictures I love the most um and it was the same thing with uh she she was great. This is one of the reasons why we hired her too is because she was so realistic and she was like, you know, do you want to have that do you want to do like a first look with like your parents where they like come into the room and see you in your wedding gown and get emotional and I was like, not really. Like I don't think they're going to get emotional. Um <laughs> like and and she's and I said and I said, but will I regret it? You know, cuz I think like any anxious millennial like all you're ever thinking of is like when my parents die, will I be regretting the pictures at, at my wedding uh, like I did not take yeah, with them? Uh, and I think yeah. that's normal. But she was like, can I tell you that more often than not, like the brides get in their head about like my dad is going to have this huge reaction, my mom is going to cry and then like they don't get the reaction that they want and it kind of like <laughs> fucks up the day for them. So I was like, yeah, no, we're not going to do yeah. it. It's fine. Like even when yeah. my parents saw me, they were like, oh, okay, nice. Like it. I like it. And I was like, but I, I, again, like that's what I think. Like I think what's most important about everyone's wedding is that it just is accurately you. So if you're like, hey, accurately me is taking an hour of photos and posing. It's like, yeah, then yes, absolutely exactly. do that. I think what's harmful about weddings is it's like this certain set of rules that everyone's supposed to follow. And like, yeah, yeah. Like if you don't have an overly emotional dad, like he's, or I don't even have, I have no dad. You know what I mean? Like who's going to cry when they fucking look sure. at me? Like my dog, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, but I also don't come from like a traditional, uh, you, you would call mine a, a broken home uh, multiple <laughs> times over. And like, I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't like, you just ha you just shouldn't feel bad about anything when, no, you yeah, do when what you're you want. paying for it. <laughs> exactly. Do what you yeah. want. And even if someone else is paying for it, 
if that if that means they have to make all the decisions, don't bother. Like, just like don't bother. It's not. I mean, I would for me if I'm making a personal decision, it would not have been worth it to me because it was already stressful enough planning an event I actually did want to attend and something that really felt like uh, genuine to me uh, and to our relationship. And I cannot even imagine having someone else be like, this is what we're doing. And then if I tried to disagree, pull the like, well, we're paying for it card on me. That'd be, Um, that'd be tough. Yeah. I I bet that's really tough for people who have to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I want to give you one piece of wedding advice unsolicited. Ooh. Tell that me. we that we did not take and we talk about it multiple times a year that we were and we tell literally everyone who gets married that this was the advice that our friends gave us and we just didn't take it um if it is so easy if I don't know how many people you're having at your wedding if it's more than 125 people it is it is so easy for you to walk into the room they announce you you do your first dance or whatever like it is to be like oh my god here we are and then you will get pulled into different directions the entire night and yeah my one of my good friends said to me she was like the best thing that we ever did at our wedding is we did not leave each other's sides like if someone from his family was pulling him I went with him same with my family and we were like well how you know it's like your wedding like you guys had to really make an effort like not to leave each other's sides like what losers like oh and I did not see my husband the entire night of my wedding there are pictures of yeah. me like there are pictures of me like looking for him and you can see it in my eyes I'm like I hear a song and I'm like where the fuck is he and he, <laughs> is, we did not see each other all night because all of a sudden it's like your mom's friend's cousin wants to like chat with you about like work and like, na- like, and you know, I, there's my friend from camp from 15 years ago. And all of a sudden you cannot find them in a sea of people. So do not, if you, if you, if you don't care and you're like, I'll see him after the wedding, not a big deal, but stick together if you can. Um, because That's really, Yeah. I I know I'm I know we won't that'll be impossible for us like, we, because at normal events we attend like we get right. pulled apart but I do think that's great advice and I think what I'm gonna do then is try and um regulate some touch points so like tell the person on the mic you know what I mean now it's time for the whatever yes. that like brings yes. us back together yeah yes. yeah a hundred percent it's nuts like you really are like. I mean, I said it, but I, I, you really are kind of like, wow, what's wrong with you that you had to like make an effort to like what? That's hang not, That's it. so crazy, though. Like, I, I don't know any couple that like any dinner you attend, like you talk to separate people. Like, why would you? <laughs> yes, exactly. Sense. Right. It makes total sense, except when it's your wedding and you're like, it's my wedding. And like, <laughs> but where does the person I just married? Like, if that feels weird, because it, it's the same, it's different than a regular dinner 
where the focus isn't on you 100%. Like everywhere you go, people are going to want to talk to you. And like right, that, right. I was not prepared for. Like everyone is there for you. Everyone is there for him. Everyone is there for your union. But it's very like literally everyone's going to want to chat. And that's great. But it literally, I don't know. So at one point, I think at my wedding, I was like, I'll be on the dance floor. Don't bother me. And I was like, I don't want to talk That's to anybody hilarious. anymore. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to just take the pressure off the wedding so that it's enjoyable. And I don't know if this will work again. I'll report back on my Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, but I hope this works. Um, I've made the rehearsal dinner feel like a little mini wedding. That's um, awesome. Smart. Where we will have like intimate speeches. We're gonna play the shoe game. I made our moms, where we both have single moms, like they're gonna they're gonna host it. It's only 30 people. And so my my hope is really that we get to have this like little intimate experience together that doesn't have the pressure of yes. this is your wedding day on it. Yes. And so that if we do have all the typical things that happen at a wedding, it's not I'm you know, I'm still I'm still happy we spent the money to throw the That's party perfect. and I'm not like absolutely. What? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be so much fun. I don't say any of that to like make you worried. It it was just so shocking to me that it happened, but then when you think about it you're like, of course it happened. Like of course. Yeah, of yeah. Course no, absolutely. No, I love the wedding advice. That's really great advice. Anything honestly in my head I just went, okay, now I want to do a cake cutting where they like where we have to like see each other and hang yeah. out. The yeah. touch point yeah, thing yeah. is perfect. That is such a perfect idea. Um are you doing or I mean, we had a more we had a we had a very untraditional wedding but it's skewed Jewish. Will you be doing the hora at all? No, neither of us are okay. Jewish. Uh, it looks fun. Wish would love it. Um, but no, um, we're going to have a more like science and spirituality based Vibes wedding. wedding. And okay. Very we're, also, we're also doing. Uh, OK, then I don't want to do it anymore. Um, <laughs> um, no, that's not the vibe. But I would say I'm from New Mexico. He's from Atlanta. OK, so it's it's more of that type of. OK, there's not gonna be like crystals and stuff. There's not going to be like. Yeah, but they won't be at my wedding. OK, okay no, okay. it's just more okay. of like, uh, we're, you know, I don't know. Uh, no religious. We're, no religious elements that his, overshadow his family's religious it's okay. religious in the sense of like when you say god it's whatever god means to you yeah yeah yeah. it's not For sure. god giving it's me away like to god. deflower yes, yes, myself yes. yeah yeah sure. um, right because you're a virgin yeah 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 um and you know again like we're both comedians like yeah we'll be writing our own vows like our yes. friend the officiant is like also entertainment she, yep. entertainment it won't be there's no corinthians but bless you if you have it but like it, that's not <laughs> That won't not be your vibe. our wedding. It's not It's not our vibe. Yeah. I was going to say, if you're doing the horror, find your strong, because all of our friends are in media and like we joked afterwards that like we were so stupid not to find our like strongest friends and um, be like when they yeah. lift the chair, like come and lift the chair because we have, we have so many like scrawny little writer baby friends that are like they can't lift for shit. <laughs> Can I tell you, one of my closest friends is Jewish. I had never been to a Jewish wedding. The horror started. I was like, okay, I'm definitely one of your strongest friends. I got to get in there. Also, I'm like one of your closest friends. Got to raise this chair. <laughs> I did not know that after one round, you step out and let someone else come in. So I was wearing a mini dress and I had a bruise from the chair hitting my leg <laughs> the size of my entire thigh. You're for a good a friend. Month. You're a good friend. Because I was like, I guess I got to keep lifting this goddamn chair. Like, I, when do I get to put it down? I mean, I was there the whole time. For, like, it was so difficult. Good for you. That's so nice. 
But I didn't know there was another option. Like if I knew yeah, that you like, do, you can you tap can, out and you bring someone that you else tap in. out. I yeah. would have tapped out. Like I was in pain the rest of the night. <laughs> uh, I wish we had you at our wedding. We could have used the strength. Of all I would have been there in a second. All these <laughs> bloggers who have never lifted anything in their life, and we literally were like, <laughs> oh, and then also our wedding planner didn't. We had specific horror chairs. And they, for some reason, they didn't make it into the circle and they would just put us on folding chairs and we were like catapulted out of, it was wild. It was wild. No. Oh yeah. my God. That's like my okay. only, that's like the one thing that went wrong, but I wouldn't have remembered if there weren't so many pictures of like my 70 year old parents, like flying out of folding chairs in the that middle of like a so, okay, circle it's actually hilarious. of weaklings. Well, we've been talking about your wedding now for like an hour, but I really, like you said, like I feel like we could go on forever. Um, I really do hope you update the Instagram community with your findings and with this um, inexpensive wedding dress. I will say I have been, I've posted every single wedding dress I've tried on um, on my Instagram at Chelsea DeMontes if, you, if you're in a wedding mood, but like it's actually been so fun. It has taken the pressure of like this moment off. And like mm -hmm. now, like one of my favorite things to do is to show people the last 10 dresses I've tried on. People weigh in, they have thoughts. I get inspiration from it. Like I, I it. but I do need to, I do, I do hope that dress comes in and it's, and I can stop trying on dresses. I am looking right now at your stories. I clicked on the dress and I, this is great. This is excellent. This oh, is oh, excellent thank you. Thank you. Okay, I love the okay, Beach good. Athena one. Are any of the ones that you've posted ones that you ended up buying? Or are you only posting things that you didn't buy? No, there are two dresses that I have. So I've probably put, I guess I've put 95 dresses on my Instagram. There's two that I haven't because I still, they're like the top contenders. If I were to buy one, it'd be, oh, by the way, I went through a whole journey where I did buy a wedding dress. I okay. got kind of peer pressured into it. Um, I, I, I had, then I had to return to get out of my dress contract. It was a nightmare. Like I've really gone through all the stages of wedding dress shopping of like not learning to say, like, let me think about it and letting the people around yes. you tell you that you should just get it. Yeah, I did that. Okay. I have to tell you that I'm looking right now and the one at, right at the end where you said like, and everyone voted yes on it with that slit and the off the shoulder. <laughs> The the back yes. is so horrific. I know. The, what the fuck were they thinking? The front is insane. It's so good. I, what the fuck were they thinking like, with that back? Why would they put all those pleats on Why it? would they like, ruche an ass? Why would you ruche a butt? And I will tell you, I loved the front so much. And it was so structured. I was so sucked in that I, I, I considered the pleats for a second. I was like, maybe the pleats aren't that bad. But I learned my lesson. I said, let me think about it. I looked at pictures of my butt. I was like, this is insane. I put no, it online. You're... Everyone was like, that's so ugly. But you know what, though? There... I hope you're trying to find a dress with this similar front that just gives. I love this is I, beautiful. I it's know. Really nice. I know. I, I go back. Now I like go back and forth all the time. Like, th again, though, this is why I've committed to three because. Right. But yes, I am trying to find a silhouette. So you're on the dress three. So I have three dress stories that fills 100 tabs. Whoops. OK, you're on the, you're on the dress three. Correct. <laughs> My kind of girl. I, I yes, I'm on the dress about. three. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. OK, I'm going to look for more. And I really like and I like the wedding tips, too. It's true about the flowers. It's a good tip. Um, oh, yeah. I've been trying to post tips for anyone else is getting married that, yeah, there's flowers that they donate to like local nursing um, homes, nursing really homes cute. or charities and people come and pick them up so that your flowers don't go to waste. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, 
listen, if you got a great wedding tip, like please come to my Instagram and tell me be- before so I can schedule it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I will. Look, take the only, the real only piece of advice I have is just figure out those touch points. I like figure that. out because all of a sudden the DJ was playing the song I knew was going to be the last song because I asked for it to be the last song. And I was like, there's no fucking way this wedding is over. Like what? Wow. Yeah. Everyone has said that to me too. Like it flies by. It flies. I mean, everyone will be like, take a step back and like, take it all in and like, yeah, do that. But like, but like literally like produce the moments for you to have a moment to do that. Cause you're yeah, not, I think going, that's, I think that's a better plan for me. Yeah. I'm going to schedule it. I'm going to schedule taking moment. it in. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're not going to, re- that's the whole point. No one remembers in the moment to relish the moment. So schedule a relish the moment moment. Um, also like dr- anytime I am, I'm purposefully relishing the moment. Like, I don't even know what that means. Like, I think if you have to why think I relish meditate. the moment, you're, you're out yeah. of, I can also not meditate. Yeah. I can. <laughs> all I think no, I'm, I'm, am I, I meditating? Is this meditating? Is this meditating? The entire time. Yeah. You got to schedule That's it. Just amazing. have a, just have a friend who like, you know, you can repay the favor, that kind of favor for later. Just make sure like, this is the person that brings you cups of water and is like, yes. take a step back and like, you know, take it all in kind of thing. Well, you know, I, I, okay. I feel really good about this advice. Cause I, I, even with the dress changes, people are like, you're not going to want to miss the party. Like one, I change for performances all the time. It's not going to take that long, but two, that is the I'm party. Putting- That's right. I'm putting one good friend with me to come find me to change. And so I can like have a moment with my best friends. And like, I'm trying, I'm really, I'm really producing the fuck out of this. I'm producing the fuck out of the experience. You know what I mean? Like, it's so smart. It's really, really, really smart. Don't trust, don't trust the timeline. Like if you are a, a born producer and you are for work, like you produce. And so you understand what goes into like, I mean, a wedding is essentially a show, right? So absolutely, you, yeah. you know, you know what you have to do. Uh, and just like a show, I just encourage you to think like there is no such thing as overproducing. Uh, yeah, that's great like, advice. That timeline, because it really does go by so fast. And you want to be able to hit every moment you want. And it doesn't matter if you're changing and you miss the party. Like that's the thing you've prioritized is the thing you want to do. So you're not missing anything because this is what you want to be doing in that moment. Just, yeah. I'm also like you too. Like I, I, I present extremely extrovert, but like I can't be talking the whole night. Like I will need, I need, I need to like be by myself for five minutes and like drink something and then I can go back out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have yeah. great. It's going to be great. You're thinking of all the right we'll things. We'll see. I'll let you know. I mean, I'll report back. Maybe, but like, I it can't was a disaster. Wait. Never schedule your wedding. Like, <laughs> who knows? I can't wait. Well, I just realized I, I don't know your fiance, but I know your fiance's work and I know his tweets. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> so uh, you know, we're we're two little psychos. Yeah. Getting good for you. Wedded in psycho bliss. Yes. They found each we're, other and now they're getting married. And I think the that's fact really that you exciting. said his tweets, I'm like, I know exactly. Yeah, he's a wild one. <laughs> um, I I find him very entertaining. Um, but there's also so few yassers in this world that I was like, well, it could only be. Um and oh, and oh, the yes or I'm marrying you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, OK, so that's it. That, I, this is the tweets. And then I like d- cross checked and I was like, oh, it's right. Um, well, we've been talking <laughs> for an hour and we didn't even get into pro- product. But I know that you brought something. It is sort of wedding adjacent because the dress 
is important, but so is the stuff you're wearing under the dress. Tell us about this product. Okay, totally. So I have, I have, I have big old heavy boobs. Okay. And so bras super important to me. And like, again, like if you're not, I'm not a straight size when it comes to bras, like I can't go to Victoria's Secret. So if you're one of those people, this is the tip for you. And what I will say with this, I'm going to recommend a bra. And the little fun fact about this is when I was reading Elvira's memoir of Elvira, the sexiest Halloween witch. She's incredible. Her, her memoir is incredible. Amazing. She talked about the bra that she wears. And I was like, that is the bra that I wear. And it is such a trashy brand. People never think about this place. And and it's the best bra of my life. And this is a bra. So I also wear bras to sleep. Again, like I don't like my boobs flying around. This is not okay. that. This is a bra. Like when you want your boobs up, presenting, cleavage, sexy. Like this is your sexy boob bra. Okay. It is Fredericks of Hollywood. Oh, wow. XXX Extreme Cleavage Push-Up Bra. Now, I'm looking. Okay. If you have boobs like me, you have to take the padding out. But what size you, are you? Can I ask? Just because um, I know people will want to know if if that if boobs like you means boobs like them. Yes, it says. Okay, so I'm I'm like a 36, like it depends. Like on Fredericks, I do triple D or E. Okay. Um and so, but Fredericks has all sizes. Like they they're the entire spectrum of bra sizes, totally inclusive. Um and and like again, like when I say like triple D, like they they're like a real triple D. Whereas like other, like on other sites, I'll be like an H or like sure. an X, you know what I mean? Where it's like, it's not like real cups. Um, and I also like when you have uh, like big old heavy boobs, like they're not, you know what I mean? Like you need a lot of like support. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So these bras are like a crane. It, you know what I mean? Like it's like the <laughs> underwire is it's like the construction workers are there and they're pushing them up all day. They're just they're real thick. They're, they're like strong. holsting the rope and they're going up. Yes, okay, exactly. Got like it. they're holsting them boobs all day. Yeah. And I will say um, they're normally around $40, but I buy them on their sales and they have about four of them a year in January. I got 10 bras for $10 each. Um, wow. that's a, that's 10 bras for a hundred dollars. And the coolest thing about them is that they have different colors. So again, like if you, if you're like a bigger lady, like your bra straps show a lot and sometimes your bra shows. And like, I want that to be like part of my outfit. So I got a bra in burnt orange and bright orange and pink and blue nice. and white and beige and brown. Like I got every color. I love it. Um, yeah. And also on that site, um, this is another thing I do with my friends. I, I call myself a photographer um, <laughs> where I just try and take like hot photos of my friends so that they always have them. And they have bras with like crazy straps, crazy lace appliques. Like if you want like a wild bra peeking out of a say this with love slutty outfit. Sure. This is the trash place for you. I have never even thought to go bra shopping at Frederick's. Oh, I know. No one thinks about it. I don't, it's, and I will say if you're like bougie, like playful promises is a better place. If you want like comfort and like want to be like a nice, respectable lady, like Soma is great for bras. But like, Mm -hmm. if you just want the sexiest boobs of your life, Fredericks of Hollywood. And I will say this, I wear these bras every single day. Like that's how comfortable and into it I am. So is this, I'm looking right now, is it the full figure bra? 
the Hollywood yeah, extreme. Okay. Yes. Oh, they're and they and look then I, they look like they really are doing their work. They're thick. I yeah. mean, these are thick bras and they're yeah. they're made of the old stuff. Whatever they used to make bras with, like this is what's in those bras. Yeah. And you just take the little pads out and then it's like yes. a full like it just feels like someone is just holding them up all day. So you can take the pads out cuz that's what I never really understood. Like I'm a 36 double D. Um Though you can't talk in the morning sweatshirt, but I always I'm like whenever I buy a bra that has pads in it, I'm like I this is not that's not my problem. I don't need padding. Yeah, and and also I don't want more padding. No, you can right. take the pads out, but the bra okay. is still the idea behind it is still that it's a push up bra. Okay. So the structure of it is still like putting them putting them on High the glass. And tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, this is great. I'm gonna try this. I mean, I have to tell you, I haven't worn a proper bra in a long time because I just <laughs> yeah, fair, I didn't fair. I'm not taking that into the into the new you know the new future with me but I mean I imagine there will be one day when I have to um, I, I think like if you have an event if you want to yeah. look cute if you want your your cleavage looking good just get one and it'll be your bra for those moments have you tried any other of their bras the Fredericks of Hollywood yeah, bras oh. Yeah, I wear a ton of their bras. So, is there a, what's the second best to this one? Okay, I can't. I can't name it off the top of my head. I can name you what it looks like. So, I really like bras with like tons of weird straps and like kind of. I don't want to say bondagey because it's still a dainty looking, but I love bras with weird straps and like that for summer, so that mm. like I can wear cute dresses that aren't made for women who are supposed to wear cute dresses, and the bras like a part of my outfit. Yep. So I wear real strappy ones. They I try their balconettes all the time. Oh my God, they sell lingerie with underwire in it, which is always what I'm looking for. Like I'm never the girl who can't do like underwire and everything. Yeah. And so they'll sell like those cute little baby dolls, but with underwire, which then makes it like comfortable oh. and cute. And you're like, you're a little fairy lady, but like you're not. You're Ursula and you have underwire. <laughs> That's perfect. I don't even want to be yeah. a fairy lady. I just, but I, yeah. I, when I want them up, I want them up, you know, and, yes. and that is, that does, you know, prove to sometimes be difficult uh, and it shouldn't be. But I like the idea of also having something that like, like feels like it's part of the outfit so that I'm not fighting in between the, like whatever the bra is supposed to be doing against whatever I'm trying to wear. So if it becomes always my issue. Yeah. yeah, If it becomes the outfit, then the more the better. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And also I, these are my most comfortable rods because I just like my boobs like separate, like separated. (laughs) Like I don't want them touching like up. I want them in place. I want them moving all day. Understood. This is what does it. I'm going to have to try this. I'll, I'll wait until the next sale just because I can't, I feel like I could put, could not put my heart behind buying it for $57 if I know one day. I can it's get it for ten dollars, but I mean, $10? if it's every January, January twenty twenty three is a good projection of like when I might wear another bra again. So I feel like maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll be and like you know right what? on tar- Target. I think they have summer sales and other sales too. So listen, when you're ready, you're ready. That they will have a sale. I'm ready. I mean, I will now keep an eye on the sales, but that's very exciting. This is great, Chelsea. I'm. So thrilled that you got to come on G Thanks. I I'm so thrilled you had me. I'm I'm just so, so honored. Happy to 
uh, now just discover the backlog um, of all of your episodes so I can figure out which books I will not be reading and which books I will be reading. But also, <laughs> sure, I sure, really sure. do hope you continue to commit your wedding planning progress to Instagram because I will be watching and waiting for more updates on bated breath. Oh my God. Thank you. And you know what? It's, it's, it's made wedding planning so much fun. So it'll, it'll definitely be up there. I'm glad. And congratulations. It's going to be great. It's going to be the most fun night ever. You're going to have the best time. And then life goes on as it does. Yeah. And life goes on. It's fine. And, and hopefully I see yes, sir. Thanks to your advice. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, you know, it, you know, not even the whole time, just like a few, right. Key points throughout the night. Yeah, you like to like keep lock eyes and be like, awesome. This is for us. <laughs> we're great. married, right? Yeah, yeah. We're married. Yeah. Okay. See you later. Um, and, uh, and always have some food waiting for you in the hotel room when you get back. That's another, oh, it'll be another a Taco Bell night for sure. We'll, we'll, we'll go through the drive through in our clothes if we have to. I, Highly recommend. Um, wonderful. Well, Chelsea, tell everybody where they can follow both you and when they can listen to um, Celebrity Book Club. Yes. So you can follow me at Chelsea Devantes on Instagram. Celebrity Book Club is Celebrity Book Club with Chelsea Devantes. You can find it, you know, wherever you podcast. Um, we've been doing... Um, I used to do it every week. Then I got a really intense job where I couldn't read a book a week. And now it's three <laughs> times a month. Nice. Um, and so episodes are dropping all the time. We have a huge back catalog. And if you want to see pictures of the dresses I talked about, ChelseaDevantes.com, I wrote, I want to say blog. I Do we still say the word blog? I yeah, wrote a blog. Yeah, you blogged. You wrote a blog. And I put up some pictures of dresses. Oh, and also I saved them on my Instagram highlights. So you yes. can see them all there if you're, if you're I will person. link all of that in the show notes. But just so you guys know, if you are a person who does not read the show notes now, you have heard it and you simply must go look. And I hope you do find the dress that we were talking about with the butt ruche because it's something to behold for sure from <laughs> from both directions the designer, yeah yeah the, the designer really had it out for women they were like I, fuck you yeah it's like <laughs> I, I hate women so much this dress uh all right wonderful and we'll catch you guys next week for another episode of g thanks you just listened to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 four five zero seven three six with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode g thanks is powered by subscribers like you to keep all of our g thanks content free and accessible to all consider making a monthly donation of two dollars to keep us going at patreon.com slash g thanks and friends